Hi, this is Michael Dominic, loyal listener and Patreon supporter, and you're listening to Y'all Heard, your source for obscure information to tell people at parties. Y'all Heard? Hey, hey everybody. everybody. This is Y'all Heard, a podcast where me, Marissa Phillips, and me, Pete Phillips, are not related. And we're solid. Solid yeah. as a rock. Uh, that's what... Oh, I, I started and I realized I don't know the next line. <laughs> My father was very impressed that we had a Patreon and anyone gave to it. And then randomly he's like, oh, do you do you make sure you tell everyone you're not related? And I was like, yes, Every yes. Episode. <laughs> he's like, do you tell them you're not husband and wife? I was like, I think they gather that. Not related, like, no. I mean... Yeah, That's a good I, question for our married listeners. Do you consider yourself related to your spouse? Yeah, my father said, oh, like, that's related. And then he's like, no, it's not. And I was like, I don't, I don't know. <laughs> your dad's not related to your mom. Yeah. Uh, well, funny Pete says this. Because my father and my mother are in an interesting, went interestingly, where my father and his brother are married to my mother and her sister but depending on how i say that it could sound really bad yeah (laughs) anyway so (laughs) pete i was gonna say tell me the best and worst things of coronavirus quarantine but you said you had something else planned so tell me whatever you want in lieu of how are you i don't know about the worst thing (laughs) okay wow I i guess the worst thing is you know people are dying yeah, I know, Pete. That's that goes without saying for everybody. But you mean, I mean for me in quarantine. Thing. For me in quarantine, okay. The thing that that has, I guess, what I'm trying to say is, it makes me mad mm-hmm. <laughs> that they closed all the liquor stores. I just yeah. think it's messed up that Pennsylvania runs all the liquor stores, and there's a lot of people who are like, thousands of union workers will lose their jobs if like if liquor is privatized but it's mm-hmm. like they're not going to lose their jobs they're going to lose their union status yeah yeah because it won't be a union anymore but they'll have jobs and yeah. they'll be private jobs instead of public jobs yeah and and to know As that someone who's never been in a union i feel like i can't really speak to that yeah and like certainly there's benefits and people representing you and fighting for you and everything like that so i get the benefit of a union but like i guess i can't say that like supermarket workers aren't in a union because some of them might be but you know what? Like, there's a lot of people that might when my sister worked at a supermarket they had a union and she oh. was like 18 and still had to pay dues even though she didn't care about like you know, <laughs> health insurance or <laughs> retirement plans or anything like that honestly i wish they did have a union now now that all the craziness yeah that's the thing it, it'll protect you and everything like that but yeah but like i've had a lot of n- nice things <laughs> oh wow see i didn't expect that otherwise i would have reframed that so because the booze stores are closed yeah yesterday i got my box full of two bottles of bourbon and one bottle of air quote moonshine i say air quote moonshine because it is 20 percent alcohol <laughs> oh that's super low so i think it's just like a a term that they apply to fruity booze moonshine's fruity well it comes in a few different flavors i got lemon okay nice and i'm mixing it with iced tea cool i got that and then i got a box of coffee related stuff i drank my very first can of cold brew yesterday wait alcoholic or just regular nope. coffee oh regular nice. coffee stuff because somebody at work sent it to me for being such a 
delightful person and helpful. Oh, I saw your package. I don't know there was coffee in it. But that's cool. Yeah, I like there cold were cookies brew. too. Oh, man, Did you like those, it? Those cookies got me at right just the right time. <laughs> and there were protein balls, which you Did sent you me the recipe them? for ten times, and I lose it every single time. Okay. No, no, they all came from this place down... This is slightly funny. From this place down the street, it's a coffee place, and it's called Pour, P-O-U-R. And I was supposed to meet the guy in the lobby when he came to drop off the package, and I said, are you the poor guy? (laughs) (laughs) Nice, nice. And he was like, yes. (laughs) And he laughed. And then, really, for about five minutes, I couldn't figure out why he laughed. (laughs) And then I was like, oh, okay, I made a joke by accident. I like that, I like that. And then today, my mom sent me a bunch of Easter candy and baked goods, and it's been going okay. It's just that I did have to go to the grocery store today, and I didn't wear a mask, and so, you know, I die, I die. (laughs) No! (laughs) Why don't you wear a mask? Because I didn't have one. Oh, okay. There's just a lot of people wearing, like, silky scarves around their face. Well, I will say this, and I I won't hold it. it against you either way. But apparently the mask is also for the protection of other people. Right. But do you need a mask? I'll no. buy you masks. Unless you don't want no. to. No. The thing that really bummed me out about going to the grocery store today. Guys, I'm sorry if I bragged about this before, but I normally go to get groceries at 7 o'clock in the morning. <laughs> today I went at 11.30 because I was just like, I'm just going to go get food during my lunch hour, which I still adhere to. Yeah, yeah. The thing that bummed me out is that you couldn't see anybody smiling at you. <laughs> Pete, you're an adorable man. And I was smiling at people, and I was like, oh, they can't smile back. Maybe they don't want to, but also I can't see their face if they are. Maybe they're smiling with their eyes. <laughs> also, you're not allowed to just say, if I die, I die. Because we are in a slightly, is this the symbiotic or parasitic? Which is... <laughs> Well, me and Pete are one of those. And <laughs> if he dies, I die. So, you know. Yeah. Maybe symbiotic? Yeah, yeah, is that yeah. Is the wrong word? Yeah. Okay. Parasitic, Parasitic would mean right. that one yeah. of us is eating the other person. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I realized after I said it. Just when I thought of symbiotic, I was thinking of venom and then I, or carnage. I got really confused. And then the other, the, the last good thing that's been happening is I've seen a bunch of movies. What's the best one? Well, I actually had a little bit of a rundown here, Marissa, but the answer to the question, what's the best one? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Probably Extraordinary, which I saw yesterday. Did you guys know that you could still go to the movies? Digitally. Yes. Did you know that? Yes, but I still only see, like, limited. Like, I don't see them, like, catching up with all the new movies because I'm still looking for the Lovebirds, and I can't find that digitally. You know what I found digitally? What? Swallow. <gasps> Uh, I think it was to rent on Amazon. I think it was like five bucks. Guys, this is the movie that was, I mean, honestly, I don't know if we talked about it. So maybe I don't think we did. <laughs> yeah. So maybe it is upsetting. Maybe people tell me it's too upsetting for me to watch because Pete has to vet movies for me. But just at first glance, it looks like the movie that's made for me. It's, mm-hmm. I, I'm not obsessed with having Pika, but it's about Pika, Pika. Well, how do you pronounce it? Yeah. We talked about it before on the show. Yeah. Chalk eating. Yeah. Ex- oh man. It's about a woman with. Well, I won't. I didn't watch it, but I was just like, this movie looks like a, a a dramatic movie about a woman with pica and how she gains control of her life through her her object eating. And I was like, this is amazing. And it's and I wasn't sadly, sure if I wanted to see it, but then I saw somebody tweet, "Gonna watch Swallow. Let me see what this Jennifer Lawrence knockoff girl is doing." 
No, didn't and see I that was at like, all. Terrible. Yeah. So I saw The Hunt, okay. and I loved The Hunt. The Hunt okay. is a movie about hunting people, and yeah. I thought it was fantastic. It wasn't that offensive. It was gory, and it had a really fun ending. I saw Fantasy Island, Marissa. That was oh, I want to see that horseshit. <laughs> what? Oh man! And I love Michael Pena, but he I was really save it. excited about that movie. I was going to watch it in the movie theater. Nope, don't. Okay, okay. It's bad. Okay. And then you're like, you get to the end, and you're like, oh, it's okay, and and then it's. And then it gets worse. Okay. And then you're like, whew. And then it gets still worse. Wow, okay. I saw this movie called Vivarium. Uh, is that the one with... The... Jesse Eisenberg and Imogen no, Poots? Know. No, what is that? This is like some existential weirdo movie where two people are basically held captive in a housing development that has no other people in it. Oh, eh. That was okay. Just, that was fun despite jesse eisenberg really okay then i saw black christmas which was also not great that's a horror movie right yeah except this one was about like witchcraft and like uh this this evil fraternity and yeah, i have no people, idea i felt like i'd heard of that before i have no idea why they use the title black christmas because it really just made people pissed off that it wasn't true to the original black christmas <laughs> oh that's why okay i thought it was something yeah and Black Christmas was remade once before, and I would sometimes have that on at the Christmas party towards the end of the night. <laughs> okay. I saw the movie Black and Blue. Tyrese is in it. Need I say more? <laughs> oh, yeah. Okay. That's good. That's uh, I saw Knives Out, and I thought it was just okay. Uh, it was not as good as I expected. Yeah. But pleasant in a comp, just a, just a kind of like mid-range pleasantness. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And then Horse Girl. Stupid. You're not going to watch that. And The Wolf Hour, which starred Naomi Watts as a sweaty, paranoid person who lives in an apartment all alone and she's afraid to go outside. And it reminds me a lot of being under quarantine. Yeah, I was just going to say because of coronavirus, but okay. Then I, last night, yes, I saw Extraordinary, which is a it's like an Irish other country comedy with Will Forte is in it. Maeve Higgins is in it. But basically, Marissa, I think you'll love it whenever you get a chance to see it. It's a delightful supernatural comedy. And the part that made me go, Marissa's going to love this, is like, there's ghosts everywhere. That's the idea. And they're always trying to get people's attention. So like, a pen cap will like spin around. And that's a ghost. (laughs) Okay. But like, oftentimes people just wouldn't notice that the pen cap is in a different position or something like that. So I'm sorry, what is this movie called? It's called Extraordinary. Okay. So, Marissa, back to your question. What's the best and worst about all this business with you? You know what? I had all these answers, and I forgot. I went on too long. Uh, No, it's okay. (laughs) I will say, this is not the worst about quarantine, but I did something stupid. So, um, I'm really into skincare and, and like, hair care and stuff. And I I get my eyebrows done, and I, I get my hair done and all this stuff. And I haven't been able to. So I was shopping on, on this website and I was buying a bunch of other stuff. But then there was this really cheap, don't laugh at me. <laughs> it was supposed to be for wrinkles and skin uneven textures. It was a facial and body cupping set. Yeah, exactly. He made the right face. That's the face, by the way, I made when I had cold brew too. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you know that? Okay. Anyway, I have gigantic welt in the middle of my face from trying facial cupping 
And also, it looks like I have a bunch of hickeys. Like, it's a really bad well. That sounds so I don't right know to me. When it will go down. Uh, oh, okay. Other things I don't like about quarantine. Don't like doctors doing dance routines on TikTok. Don't like. <laughs> things we learned about Marissa from that last part. She is yeah. watching doctors doing dance routines on TikTok. No, because, no, I don't have TikTok. Because everyone will be like, oh, check this out. It's so funny. And it's like doctors dancing to like level up. Or doctors like doing a thing and holding up a sign saying like, stay home and help us help you. Yeah. Or something that's really annoying to me. I hate. Marissa dates a medical professional, by the way. Yeah, he also hates that. He's like, why the fuck aren't they working? I never have time to just, like, fucking do dances. And if I did, yeah. I wouldn't spend my time doing dances. I'd eat something. Anyway, I hate anyone that posts about being your best self and staying active and keeping to a routine. This is I an opportunity to be the worst self you could possibly be. Yeah. You don't comb your hair. Me, eat like a son of a bitch. Yeah. I also hate people that say, don't hold yourself accountable and let yourself be free. Like the opposite of being productive. I just hate anyone who tells me to do anything. Mind your fucking business, you cunt. I'll do whatever the fuck I want. Yeah. I was on a Zoom call. I told Pete part of this, but I was on a Zoom call and the two people ahead of me were like, I love this quarantine. I have been so productive. I am a creative person and I've been all these in these creative endeavors. And I was like, am I supposed to lie? So then it was up to me and I was like. And what was the question? First of all, that wasn't really an answer to the question. <laughs> uh, the question was. What is part of your daily routine and and how have you had to develop a workaround because of quarantine? That's right. And I was like, y'all are just bragging. (laughs) That's not a workaround. So I was just like, I wish I was like you people. Like, I'm creative, but I've been wildly unproductive outside of work. And, And then I said that my workaround is that I wear fake hair pieces and that I play a lot of video games. And I can see multiple people holding in laughter. I don't find it that funny. Uh, <laughs> it was being serious. But I notoriously give too real of a response in work things. And I can tell it makes the one boss like me less. <laughs> so, whatever. Hey, as long as there's more than one, you should be okay. <laughs> yeah. And uh, I also hate... No, maybe that's it. I don't know. So let's just go into the icebreaker that's linked. Icebreaker. What are you looking forward to the most? I mean, who knows if we'll ever go back to 100% normalcy. (laughs) What are you looking forward to doing the most when at least we're not totally in prison? Honestly, going to visit my family, I guess. Because that is a bit of a bummer. I don't have anything really like super fun that I'm missing out on. I'm trying to <laughs> I just made my life sound stupid and boring <laughs> because I was like, I'm trying to still go to restaurants. <laughs> <laughs> That's okay. And get takeout because I want them to stay open. Yeah. I guess I guess like I I really have to say this with great emphasis on one of the words seeing some people. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But I there's a lot of there's a lot where I'm kind of like it's been nice not seeing that person. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And I live 
what do you say, Marissa? Like three blocks away from work. Yeah. But I'm like, this commute is amazing. <laughs> <laughs> I am saving so much money because. I was taking lifts to work because I don't find the subway station that I have to go home on to be that safe. Yeah. Also, I'm lazy. So I am saving about minimum $24 a day <laughs> on nice. travel, which is shitty to have to pay a week. No, that's not my answer, though. My answer is also lamely because it's not interesting, but the same. My family. Cause I haven't seen my family forever. Every so often, my mother forgets why I'm not in her house. Today, she said again, Marissa, I'm worried because Philly, if you didn't know, is is on watch by the White House as the next trouble area hotspot. And my mother's like, I'm scared, Marissa. Come quarantine here. And I'm like, Mom, that doesn't really make sense that I'm about to be living in a hotspot. So you want me to come to your house? <laughs> I was like, I am not coming, not because I don't love you, but because you are all high risk. And I'm just here like going to the mail room and going to like I see my boyfriend and I go to the grocery store. That's. That would be reckless. So anyway, I'm looking forward to see my family. I am also looking forward to having margaritas I don't make. Okay. You not make your own? Well, I don't make my own because I, I, I don't have tequila, but my boyfriend makes them. And they're nice. But they're, one, never big enough. And mm. two, for some reason, when I say let's have another, yeah, yeah. it's looked with more judgment than if I said that in a restaurant. <laughs> Yeah. Like, I'm not just like, let's get it all around. Can we? That's why we had fun at that Mexican place in Philadelphia. Because, yeah. hey, should we get another? I mean, I was going to ask, but sure, should we get yeah. two others? <laughs> Pete, when quarantine is over, let's go drink in public. Yeah. Okay, cool. Although, listeners, we are thinking of having a drink in public online. We have to. I just bought okay. $38 gin because the tipping was $10. $38 gin for that. And then I found the wine the next day. But yeah, I bought a $38 bottle of gin. Guys, let's have a virtual happy hour. Our list, uh, it could be our patrons, our <laughs> listeners, one of our friends that drops in for one episode, even though you haven't been listening to Eddie else. <laughs> Let us know if you're interested in being part of a virtual happy hour. Spoiler alert, I get drugged very fast. Yeah. Speaking of what will we do after the quarantine is over. I do have to say this in case anybody out there is rolling their ear eyes at us. Rolling your eyes at us about what? Because I honestly, I'm responsible for this week's topic, and I thought I don't want to talk about coronavirus this week. I want to talk about anything but coronavirus. I mean, I talked about coronavirus last week. Every podcast that I listen to, they're talking about coronavirus, talking about quarantine, they're talking about anxiety and face masks and all this stuff. But as long as you're talking about something different. Everybody's talking about it. It's like, is there some level of escapism that we can deliver people so that, you know, like they get a break from it? And I do have a topic that I really want to cover, and I keep pushing it, pushing it, because I had to talk about heinies and sidewalk grapes. <laughs> and, and I have to push it back again because there's big news that's out there, and I don't see it getting covered in the mainstream media, and it is about coronavirus. Oh, tell me. Marissa, aliens are fleeing Earth because of coronavirus. What are you talking about? Where is the source? I want to know your source for this episode. Scott Waring on his blog site ET database <laughs> mentioned that when he was watching the NASA, aka National Aeronautics and Space Administration, 
live cam feed, he noticed a particular spacecraft-looking vehicle that was roaming near the International Space Station. Okay. The object is of shape and... He also narrates this wonderful video, <laughs> and he goes, "This is he, this object is of shape and size I've never seen before. It's huge. It's like a bus." Which, by the way, tells you that this man's never seen a bus. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's really big and a hive shaped, and it's really strange. It doesn't look like a satellite. It doesn't have solar panels or any radar conditions on it. Mm-hmm. So he describes this vehicle as moving away from Earth and away from the space station. And he deduces that this is happening because aliens are concerned about coronavirus and so they are leaving Earth. Because Why aren't they just saving us? Because they could get it too. I thought aliens were so advanced. Yeah, but didn't you see like a tiger just got it? Yeah, that is true. Tigers aren't more advanced than us. How is that comparable? We could be intellectually advanced, but not like biochemically advanced. That's true. That's true. To add even more to this, Mm -hmm. there were 87 reports of potential alien spaceship sightings Mm -hmm. in March in Belgium. Okay. Okay. Belgium alone. Most of them are in Dutch-speaking Flanders, and 188 were in the first three months of the year. Did you say Flanders? Yeah. What is a Flander? It's uh, area. Okay. Did you assume I knew that? <laughs> I just kind of ruled over it. Okay. <laughs> okay. From March 28th to April 1st. How many days is that? It's like less than a week. More than know. 50 Belgians reported a row of moving lights for all, flying from east to west. Maybe it's an issue with Belgians. <laughs> Anyway. Frederick Delaire, the coordinator of Belgian UFO Reporting Center, said that Belgium's imposition of a lockdown, uh, of lockdown measures, I should say, to fight the coronavirus is likely responsible for all of these sightings. Like they're going crazy? We suspect that the clear weather of the past few days and the COVID-19 measures have caused this strong increase. Hundreds of thousands of Belgian citizens are currently at home on lockdown because of the crisis and are probably looking more at the sky. Oh, like they're actually seeing it. It's not delusions. They're just right. home. Okay. Yeah, and so basically, because people are so bored at home, they're staring up at the sky, and they're seeing UFOs. Okay, I'll give I'll give them that. Okay. Some people are like, "Oh, look, aliens are leaving because of coronavirus," but others are saying that the aliens are responsible for coronavirus. Okay, the proof. <laughs> I'm just going to call this person Chandra because uh, I don't know. Oh, I say, love that name. I love. I don't know Chandra. how to say his last name well. Wakrama Singh is known for his work in astronomy okay. and astrobiology. He spread the idea that the virus was living on a comet on a piece of of a space rock that may have fallen to Earth during a brief fireball event over China in October. Okay. And of course, if you remember, this is the Chinese virus, right? So, mm. yeah. No, it's not. So. That's kind of how he explains where it originated. He says, The sudden outbreak of a new coronavirus is very likely to have space connection. The strong localization of the virus within China is the most remarkable aspect of the disease. In October last year, a fragment of a comet exploded in a brief flash in northeast China. We think, I don't know who we is, but we think it probable 
that this contained embedded within it a monoculture of coronavirus. <laughs> okay, okay. Particles that survived in the interior of the incandescent meteor. I like this theory. I don't get, I, I don't totally get how he got there, but I like it. We believe that infectious agents are prevalent in space, carried in comments. I'm sorry, wait, infectious, say that sentence slower. We believe that infectious agents. Oh, they said Asians. That's better. Are prevalent in space, carried on comets, and can fall towards the Earth through the troposphere. Thus, we think, can and have in the past gone on to bring about human disease epidemics. I'm going to read that last sentence again. We think, can, and have in the past gone on to bring about human diseases Uh, human disease epidemics so basically he's saying yes coronavirus came from space and this isn't the first time based on what other diseases (laughs) how does he know they're from aliens even time magazine which doesn't carry (laughs) as much weight as it used to because they recently reported on a video by comedian whitmer thomas called big baby uh which you should check out if you haven't seen it and it's it's dumb and he thinks it's dumb, and that's why it's good. Okay. Uh, but they have an interesting... I hate to call it, but it is. It's a think piece about humanity and how we have reacted to coronavirus, how some people have come together and become resourceful, behaved responsibly, and how some have like attacked Asian Americans and kind of behaved really irresponsibly. Yeah. Paralleling that to how would we respond to getting in touch with extraterrestrial life probably as terrible as we do to um to illegal immigrants to to illegal quote-unquote alien man that's crazy (laughs) that alien's gonna take my job Uh, nasa is poised to launch a new rover on mars which you fair listeners know about already because you know that it is named the perseverance and not what marissa wanted to call it which was like moon booty moon booty a moon booty sex bot oh yeah it was something sexual i forgot <laughs> <laughs> and as far as we know those plans are still on with nasa and this basically the rover is supposed to look for microbial life and gather up some rock and soil samples which will be brought back to earth potentially containing that microbial life on a later mission, which incidentally is the plot to the Charlize Theron, Johnny Depp joint, the astronaut's wife. Mm, did not watch. On one hand, there is almost no likelihood of any risk of contagion. As a column in space.com pointed out, NASA has a long history of working to protect Earth from biohazards and other, and from other planets and to protect other planets from biohazards of Earth. The space agency even has an entire division dedicated to that goal, formerly known as the Office of Safety and Mission Assurance, but more commonly and descriptively known as the Planetary Protection Office. Guys, you never know. Never say never. As they put it, its mission is to, quote, carefully control forward contamination of other worlds by organisms and organic materials carried by spacecraft, and to, quote, rigorously preclude backward contamination of earth by extraterrestrial life (laughs) okay okay excuse me (sighs) however the writer of this particular article points out (laughs) that they use the words 
carefully control, which isn't absolutely prevent. <laughs> yeah. And also to rigorously preclude it, meaning it's almost like this is we're going to try our best, but no promises. Yeah, exactly. They can't know for sure. Now, Mars was once awash in water, and it may once have been churning with life as well. Churning. Uh, some of, churning, yes. Some of it may well linger in spots in which water endures. As Space.com piece pointed out, uh, it is possible that... Hold on your hat. Okay, Marissa. I'm holding! Earthly life and potential Martian life are even related. What? Meteorites from Mars that struck Earth billions of years ago could well have harbored microorganisms that survived the journey within water-bearing pockets Hmm. in the rocks, giving rise to life here. If that's the case, not only would we have found Martians, but we are Martians. Ooh, I like that. Except also... Going back to the immigration thing, right? Like, we are all products of immigration as well, and we still can't seem to wrap our heads around people being people. Uh, Yeah, true. (laughs) So then let's go back to Scott Waring, because this particular piece has a circular conclusion. (laughs) Okay. This guy, again, UFO hunter, he says that the issue of COVID-19 is spreading like wildfire out of control. And this may be the reason why aliens are leaving the planet in order to stay away from the disease. If this is true, expect to see a big rise in UFO sightings as they appear from underground bases and leave Earth's atmosphere. Huh. He had me until underground bases. (laughs) Yeah. I don't know what... Elaborate? How can I? (laughs) Okay. You know what? You got me there. (laughs) No, there's also another recent video that talks about same idea that aliens there's a volcano in Mexico and that aliens have a place in there or they use that to access a place inside of Earth where they have like a base. And okay. recently there was footage of an object flying out of the volcano and up in the sky. Creepy. Is it not creepy? Oh no, it, it is. Oh yeah. <laughs> okay. Huh, Pete? How, uh, how? How? What are your thoughts on these theories? You haven't actually it's like weighed in. All bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> okay. This uh, this particular guy, Chandra, they were like, no validity to this man's hypothesis at all. <laughs> <laughs> Any fact-checking website quickly debunks his theory entirely. Nobody like NASA hasn't responded to what's his name scott waring nobody's really responded to his belief that this is like an alien vehicle i have a feeling no one's going to respond yeah i think that's pretty much the standard but i also found it pretty interesting that there's a guy who just watches the nasa live feed at the space station the whole day (laughs) and he talks about like and then they started talking about this and then they were talking about how much fun they're having there and like (laughs) yeah so not only do you watch the live feed of what they're doing and have no idea what it is, but you also get to listen to their banal coworker chit-chat. <laughs> I like that. <laughs> so what I did find interesting about this is this idea that we always seem to imagine. Now, I know I did a whole episode on this, guys. Okay, I know. <laughs> and I'm not going to revisit all of it. But we do sometimes go, oh, an alien's going to look like a humanoid, that sort of thing. We don't really know what an alien could look like. And so the idea that a disease sort of coming from space is the alien because it's like a living organism, I find that pretty interesting. But I don't think that it's the case with this particular 
situation. Gotcha. I like it. It'd be a movie I would watch. I agree. (laughs) But I would, it would be neat. (laughs) So, yeah, uh, at this point, I guess I can tell you, yeah, like, I don't think that any of this is real. And so I tried to go for, like, the total opposite end of escapism and present to you some irrational stuff about COVID-19 in order to help us sort of, you know, make slightly light of the experience that we're all sort of going through. I also had this moment a couple of weeks ago where I was like, COVID-19. Is that a joke? <laughs> you mean you thought that in your head or? Yeah. And I, and I went on Twitter and people already made that joke. Oh, um, I'm sorry. I like that. <laughs> but I really like the idea of connecting those two things. <laughs> I, so, and in looking at that to see if that was a joke that somebody made, I also discovered that there are a number of different theories about what Kovifi means, and man, that is a nice, nice. I forgot what the rabbit hole was. to jump into. What was the sentence or whatever? Apparently, the truth behind the whole thing is he was talking about the mainstream media's news Kovifi, and he was meant to write coverage, but oh. he, when trying, I guess, to fix the typo, he posted the tweet. And then everybody sort of jumped on it. That's great. But some people, like, break it out into an acronym. And some people are like, CO is the uh, symbol for cobalt. And FE is for iron. And here is this a certain is type so of... This <laughs> Yeah. I hate that. <laughs> okay. Okay. Excuse me. Oh, goodness. Sorry. I'm tired from doing nothing. My bad. Oh, I should also mention, too, like, even if it was a virus that came from space, I mean, like, we work with aliens on a regular basis to advance our technology, so why wouldn't they just help us, like you said? Yeah, that's very true. I mean, we all have iPhones because of aliens. (laughs) So, Marissa, uh... (laughs) Plugs. Yes. Do you have anything to plug? (laughs) Uh, you can go first. I can go first? Okay, I'll go. I'm just going to plug that if you're really bored and you just want to, like, I don't know, just do something to entertain yourself or, like, make someone else smile, just remember that Cameo exists. Because I have just been looking at Cameos. And it's been thriving. Yeah. It's kind of great. And uh, I was watching a Corey Feldman Cameo that someone paid for. Yeah. Those are expensive. Trying to think of who, yeah. I was trying to think of who I could send a Cameo of. And I was trying to think of, like, what I could do. If I get cameos from people that no one even knows who they are, because yeah. some random actors are like $15. So I don't know. Just just remember that if you're totally bored, that's an option. Yeah. And I guess if you're going to do something with your money, you can always, you know, sort of join the Patreon. But yeah. if uh, in terms of related to the show. But if you're like, you know what? I can't afford a monthly payment to the Patreon and uh, the Patreon doesn't let you do like a one time donation. Uh, maybe that's a way that you could give back to the show. You could get us a cameo um, and have somebody, I don't know, talk about <laughs> our podcast. Yeah, I like that. And if you're like, I would think our listeners know better. But if you're like, listen, what the fuck? Why are you telling us to donate to things? Like, I'm talking about if you have extra money and you oh, don't yeah, know yeah. what to do. I'm not talking about don't give back to the community and spend all your fucking money on cameos. And I mean yeah. also if you still have a job. I'm not out of touch. If you're like Marissa and you're saving $24 a day, you're just looking for something to do with that money. Yeah. I'm just talking about if, you know, if you you have money to spend. I'm not out of touch. I know a lot of people are struggling. 
But this show is about nonsense and distractions. Like, just assume that we have the best things at heart. <laughs> okay. I'm not a thousand percent into this, but just in case you are stuck at home and you're like, "Ugh, I've watched all of Netflix. I don't want to support Jeff Bezos's um, treatment of Amazon employees. So yeah. I don't want to watch Amazon Prime through." Roku, if you use Roku, and even if you don't, I think in some of these cases, you can actually get 30-day trials to some popular platforms like CBS All Access, Showtime, Acorn TV, the one that has all the British shows on it. Mm, okay. There's a bunch of different places where you can get 30-day trials. Make sure you cancel the 30-day trial before the end of the 30 days if you don't want to keep the service, because if you do that, uh, or I'm sorry, if you don't do that, then HBO will take twice as much from you as uh, for some reason. Uh. And and if you do CBS All Access, I suggest the show Interrogation. Okay. So listen, guys, patreon.com slash y'all heard. Donate there if you want. But more importantly, 570podwad1 is where you can certainly offer up some time. You know, you're stuck at home. You don't have any money to go out and do anything fun with. Man, I'm making our listeners sound like poor ass people. Yeah. But like, so no, you're like, what do I just, do? So you're like, what do I do? Well, you could always call your friends, Pete and Marissa, and leave us a very extensive voicemail that we can use on the show. Or if you're like, don't use this on the show. I just need somebody to talk to and then tell us all your problems. I promise we won't use it on the show. Yeah, seriously, we won't. It just, it'd be fun to know you're listening. If you've already done a review on iTunes, you could always do a review through there, too, and let us know that you love what we're doing. And if you've already slid into my DMs, oh, oops, no one slid into my DMs. That's all. That's the end of my statement. Non-patrons, next week, you get access to the Y'all Heard crossword. Some people are pretty impressed. People who don't even listen to our show seemed impressed. That it exists? Yeah, that it exists. And, you know, the little, the little, um teaser they could see in your instagram story oh wow all right yeah i don't even know if i knew all the answers but uh yeah bye Bye, everybody